Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I am your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. Jason's a little feisty. The Cajun's coming out because... I don't like San Diego State. I'm Arizona men's basketball. Uh, just beat San Diego State, 87 to 70. Jason has been heated all night. I did not do any secret recording. Sorry, guys. But believe me when I say he was screaming. He was potentially cursing. He was rooting and hoping and uh, screaming at San Diego State fans who were in the TV even. so. In the TV. Yeah. Look, here's the deal. Shelby and I, we've had bad experiences with San Diego State fans. Before I met Shelby, I had a bad experience uh, at their arena. Shelby was there. My dad still talks about it. Me and my friend went nuts when Arizona beat San Diego State. We were being threatened. And then... It was Bert. Yeah. We politely pointed out the exits. And I was dating you when this happened, by the way. That's right. But you weren't there. I wasn't there. Which is good for our relationship, probably. And Bert and I, uh, it was weird. The whole family was there. But Bert and I gently pointed out the exit to San Diego State fans and then directed them how to use their feet to reach the exit and allow the Arizona fans their moment. That was when I was, gosh, how old was I back then? So helpful. 20s? I was in my 20s. Early 20s. Yeah, that was 80 years ago. Basically a sex. (laughs) I wasn't nearly the sex symbol I am now. Um, anyway, what are we talking about? We're talking about Arizona beating San Diego I got this, Shelby. State. Uh, final of 87 to 70. I already said that. With the win, Arizona advances to the final, which is randomly being played at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I assume they think people don't work on Wednesday afternoons. I don't know. The, the day before Thanksgiving. Right. But they will play Creighton. We'll get to that in a bit. But first, my wife is going to ask me a question. You can tell I'm feeling it. Like, I'm on one tonight. Feisty. I have an Aztec joke. Can I say it? Yeah, say it. What is it? No, I can't say it. No, you can't. No, it was pretty bad. You can't say that joke. It's um, not racist. That's do we have to do the sponsor thing? Or? Yeah, you're right. Uh, so there. this episode, once again, and for the next uh, six days, is sponsored by Home Field Apparel. No, they, do it like a Cajun. Home Field Apparel. There we go. Um, and <laughs> I don't know. It would have been different if they played LSU, but I'm going to San Diego this weekend. Maybe I'll wear Arizona gear and walk around on Sunday and just walk around the university and see if they care. Actually, no, that's what I'm doing, Shelby. I love this plan. Um, We're going to wear our home field apparel gear right. 
around San Diego. But they have a Black Friday deal, great deal. Black Friday, all caps, one word. Go to their website. In addition, we have a deal starting 75% off Wildcat Authority. Look, I'm not sure if you need to understand the timing here, but Arizona's in the final in Maui. The Territorial Cup is Friday. Then football recruiting picks up. There's obviously a ton of basketball left. You got all my analysis. You got analysis for 24-7. You can go to every website in the network. It is coaching season. The coaching carousel hopefully won't hit Arizona. I'd like a summer off in that regard. But it's hot. The streets are hot. The people want it. And we're giving the people what they want. Boom. Bam. Done. Okay, questions. You mentioned that you thought this game would be close. And it wasn't. Why is that? Because I was wrong, Shelby. You were wrong? Next question. No, I, I look, in in my breakdown, it was funny because Mike Luke read my breakdown and posted, uh, reading this, you think Arizona's going to win by 15. <laughs> and I was like, no, I think they're going to win by four. But reading it, he's probably right. Because when I did the breakdown and I really looked at the game, there wasn't a clear advantage at any position for San Diego State. Um, you know, Mike and I have gone back and forth for years, it feels like, on Matt Bradley. I'm not as big of a fan of him uh, as Mike is. But really, when I was looking, I'm always with the belief that the teams that are going to beat Arizona are either going to have to be really, really, really good defensively or be really, really good offensively to keep pace. San Diego State has been good offensively, but... They don't have the dudes. Uh, Trammell is obviously good offensively. He was a worry, as I mentioned, but Kirk Reza matched him in points. And when you do that, you start looking around, and their dudes just, and a lot of it was Arizona's defense. Um, I don't think a lot of it was missing. Everyone freaked out when Cincinnati went 17 of 34 from three. Yes, the same Cincinnati team that hit like 1-3. I think Landers Nolly had two points Mm -hmm. magically. But San Diego State was 3 of 19 from behind the arc. And they were 19 of 24. They shot 10 more free throws um, than Arizona tonight. So the game could have been much worse for them. But Arizona shot 59% against one of the best defenses uh, in the country. If you go to Ken Palm, Shelby, Mm -hmm. my boy Ken Palm, uh, I believe they just updated it. Ken Pomeranian? Yes, but San Diego State's defense is now 13th. Arizona moved up to 9th in Ken Palm now. So it, it is, um, you know, they, they did that against a very good uh, defense, and uh, it, it was just, it was an impressive win. I mean, they just really did everything that they needed to do. I could give you deep analysis, but when it comes down to it, Arizona did everything it needed to do. And San Diego State basically did nothing it needed to do to win this game. If you drew up the game plan for San Diego State, they didn't accomplish any of it. They didn't slow down Arizona on the glass. They didn't, uh, you slow know. Slow down the pace much. They, they forced turnovers, but they didn't score a ton of points off them. Uh, they, they got killed on the defensive glass. They just, they they didn't control the paint. Um, the Arizona just, just beat them. That's that's really what it comes down to. Okay. Kirkrisa. Uh, Turned the ball over too much, but he did play fantastic. What did you see from him tonight? Yeah, I can I can live with the five turnovers if he plays like he did tonight. So the first half, you're looking and you're like, oh man, he's just not doing well, so, right? He he is one for six in the field, one for five from three, three turnovers, but he's facilitating the offense. All right, he was still plus five compared to some other guys, the bench guys that weren't. So he's facilitating the offense. In the second half, he goes from facilitator to I'm just going to kill you. 
He scores 18 points in the second half. Five from eight from the field. Only turned the ball over twice. Six for six from the line. The only shots he missed were from behind the arc. He was absolutely fantastic in the second half. Kerr Kreisa looks like a completely different player than he did last season. And I realize he turned the ball over too much. A lot of that is San Diego State's guards. They press you a it's lot. Agitators. Yeah, similar to, to Houston. So, um, you know, it, it, but I thought in the second half, he clearly handled that much better than he did in the first. And when Kreese is shooting like that, when he's aggressive, that's what you want to see. The biggest thing to me also, Shelby, when you look at his stat line, is uh, he scored inside. And, yeah, he was 3 of 10 from 3, but he was 3 of 4 from inside the arc. Mm-hmm. And it almost feels like three shots from inside the arc. I know this might sound stupid. It almost feels like it might be his career higher at Arizona. Because last season it felt like he was only hitting threes. But he got in the lane. He was aggressive there. And then what happens is you got to start, start guarding against that, and it, it switches up your whole defense. But the most impressive thing to me was just the way he facilitated the offense. I mean, the pass that he made oh, to Tubelis, the 30-foot pass in the air where Tubelis finished, that's a joke. There's no one in college basketball that can make that play on both sides. I mean, it was stupid. Um, but but he was just absolutely fantastic tonight, and I hope people kind of look past the five turnovers and, uh, and, and see the progression and the production that he had tonight. One thing I noticed, too, is especially this could have been an emotional game. I mean, there is a little bit of a... You know, history between these two teams, They San Diego State play rough, and we saw that in some of those fouls, some of those offensive things that were going on. But in the past, I think Kirkisa would have fallen into the emotional trap, and he was pretty even tonight. I mean, he did have a couple of knocks that he kind of took on those offensive fouls that he took, but he didn't get back up and try to, like, you know, be that swaggy dude that we had last season. He was a lot more measured. So I think that shows his emotional maturity, too. Was that good? <laughs> oh, my God. Why are you asking? Because you're you just, know, like, looking look, at me. Here's the deal with Shelby. Shelby knows more about basketball than your average woman, but she like, she'll say stuff like that and then look for, like, approval to me. It's like, no, you nailed it. You're, you know what you're talking about. Well, we were in the car the other day, and I was talking about tangential, I don't remember what it was, and you're like, this really should be a post. And I was... Yeah, we were listening <laughs> on the radio to a game. She listens to football on the radio, and you said something about it, and I was like, "Like that's a full conversation, Shelby. Uh, yeah, well... Come here, let's go right now. We're going to the next question. Uh, um, it was another great game from Courtney Ramey. He was named the player of the game. Was he Arizona's most importante player? I mean, I think Kerr probably was, but if not, Courtney was right there. And the thing with Courtney is you kind of always felt that he was... uh, My dog's playing with her toy, because naturally that's what she does during the podcast. Um, You kind of thought that Courtney Ramey was a better offensive player than he was under Chris Beard, because everyone is a better offensive player than they were under Chris Beard. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it, it... We've seen, like, a a really, really good player. Like, an all-around uh, offensive player. And, um, you know, it's funny because I'm looking, someone mentioned, like, I'm looking at Trey Mitchell, for instance. He had 17 points at UMass, 19 points at UMass, went and played for Chris Beard, averaged eight points. Then he transferred to West Virginia, and in four games this season, he's averaging 13 points on 65% shooting. Chris Beard's just not going to prepare you offensively. Defensively, great coach. But tonight, Courtney Ramey, 21 points, 
five for five from behind the arc. I think all but maybe one were like a wide open look. He had the step back three, which was open because he made it open. Only turned the ball over one time. Was a pest on defense. You take a look at what uh, San Diego State's guards did. And college basketball is very often a guards game. Lamont Butler had four points, four fouls, five turnovers. Trammell had 21 points, but he did it on six of 16 shooting. So it's like whatever. Matt Bradley had five points on one of eight shooting. Adam Psycho had two points. Psycho had two points. I was like, Adam Psycho. I'm going to call him Psycho. Jaden Lede, who they count on for points off the bench, who isn't a guard, one of seven. And a lot of it was defense. Um, you know, San, San Diego State didn't get the clean looks that, you know, whatchamacallit, Cincinnati may have gotten. Like, Arizona had a defensive game plan, executed it to perfection, and there's really nothing that San Diego State could do. But Courtney Ramey, if he's playing this well offensively, somehow Arizona becomes even more difficult to guard. And you said that last podcast, too. But the thing with Ramey that I like the best is this is a veteran, and he wants the big moments. Like, he will take the shots in the big moments. He will D up a guy in the big moments. He's a guy where when everything was going nuts, you looked at Courtney Ramey, and he was cool. He was fine. Yeah, he was fine. And that's what Arizona often needs. And I think part of that, you, you going back to what you said about Kerr, I think part of that is Courtney Ramey as a calming presence. He's a good glue guy. And since we're talking about guards, I want to I want to point something out. So Kylan Boswell, um, you know, I, I'm actually surprised he even got in the game. I, I just didn't think this was a game for him. He only played the two minutes. Uh, he had the turnover and, and the, the the foul. I don't I don't think he fouled him. But the thing that stood up to me was, and and this is something that's bigger than what people probably watching didn't realize is when Kylan Boswell had that three point play. He was pissed at himself, and Umar Balo ran down to Boswell. Yep, and he hugged him. And hugged him and talked to him right away. And that's a big deal. Because, look, Colin Boswell's 17 years old. There may not be a team that Arizona faces all season that pressures guards like San Diego State. And he's still learning. He's still young. And, and so he's, that's something. He's a, not even a baby. And it's all the freshmen. I mean, Vasar is the same way. But you got a demo ball is still, you know, he's not doing what we thought he would be doing, and eventually the bench has to stand up. And then you look at a guy like Cedric Henderson, who comes off the bench, and he's basically a starter. He was fantastic, had that sequence where he scored like six straight points, and it was just great. So I um, just wanted to, to kind of touch on that moment with, with Kylan. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Awesome. Well, he's going to grow, and he's going to be awesome, too. Um, let's see. Yeah, you kept talking about coaching during the game. Coaching, coaching, coaching. Expand on that. Yeah, I think Dutcher is a good coach on San Diego State. Uh, I thought Tommy Lloyd 
coach the absolute shit out of him. Now, think about this. Like, Nathan Mensah finished with nine points and seven rebounds, made three shots. Arizona didn't guard him. Said, look, you want to score, go for it. To the point where he only played 24 minutes. Like, he, like they, they, um, they just really couldn't keep him in the game because when you're playing Arizona, like, the defense is great. You want defense and all that. Um, and I realize that he's only playing 24 minutes a game, but uh, you got to have offense. Like, you got to be able to score. And every time that San Diego State cut it, Arizona responded really well. And basically what they wound up doing at San Diego State is the way that they spread them out um, and, and the ball movement, there was almost nothing that San Diego State could do. I mean, this isn't a bad defensive team. This is one of the better defensive teams in the country. But Tommy Lloyd, defensively, I mean, they went to a press at one point. They were trapping bigs at one point, And San Diego State's offense had no idea what to do because it was such a variety of plays on offense and defense and different looks that the Aztecs were getting that Arizona clearly had not shown this season because of the competition level that really San Diego State had no idea how to handle it on both sides of the ball. And uh, I, I thought it was pretty apparent to me, at least, that Tommy Lloyd just, just dominated that coaching matchup. I also thought that San Diego State's coach had some really, like, freeze-frame meme-worthy moments where he just was, like, so shocked that someone got a foul. It was uh, it was pretty drama. I mean, the rest were bad, but I, I they were bad for both teams. Yeah, oh, there was a couple calls on San Diego and, State that were, were crappy. And that's always my thing. Like, I always say, I don't mind bad arrests as long as they're consistent. It's the rest that aren't consistently bad, if that makes sense. Like, mm -hmm. if you go from good to bad, that pisses me off. But they were consistent. That's, I mean. And, and Arizona handled the foul trouble great. Yeah. They had a bunch of I guys mean, that played. Fouled out. They had a bunch of guys with four fouls or late fouls, and, and they still defended. A lot of times when you get that fourth foul, you just don't defend because you don't want to foul out. But Arizona slowed down on the fouling, and only Umar fouled out on a kind of a weak call. Yeah. Well, he was, was like three minutes left anyway, so. Um, well, what were your, well, we're, we're transitioning now to Creighton. We are transitioning. We're transitioning. That game's over. We're moving forward. Creighton is next tomorrow at three o'clock. I'm so glad I have tomorrow off. I warned you. Cause why? Well, what do you mean? I took it off. I warned you. We have a lot going on tomorrow besides the game at three. So. Laura has a haircut, doesn't she? Yeah. Well, you can go to that. We've got. What time is that? Children getting picked up and haircuts at one thirty oh. and. Basketball games at three. We're picking up Thanksgiving food because I decided I'm not cooking. I'm getting new tires. First of all, it was more of a weed decision. Shelby leaves the cooking to me because, again, as you probably realize, following Wildcat Authority, I'm basically the perfect man. Wow. I well, I agree that you're up there. Oh, it is a joint. I'm also playing with my cooking chest hair right now. So. <laughs> and you're very distracting. Hopefully, you're not too turned on right now. And we can finish this. I'm just trying to finish the podcast. Braid my chest hair. Um, your initial <laughs> thoughts on Creighton's Wednesday afternoon? Is that what? What did you write? Initial thoughts on Creighton Wednesday afternoon. I don't know. It didn't sound good in my head. I was like Yoda. Um, <laughs> initial thoughts Creighton Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> Afternoon Wednesday, Craig. Um, well, that's my Yoda exit. Wow. Uh, whatever you expected going to the San Diego State game, it is different, but it's also the same. Meaning Arizona's only a two-point favorite on Ken Palm. Uh, Creighton is going to be a very good game 
jokingly I said I felt like the over-under should be 200 points. It is an offensive game. I mean, Creighton scored 90 against Arkansas, 94 in a game, 96 in a game. Uh, Their offense is very, very efficient. They are the eighth on Ken Palm and adjusted offensive efficiency. They don't go too fast. They, They get their stuff, but they don't turn the ball over. They offensive rebound pretty well. They don't get to the line. Um, they shoot it really good inside the arc, pretty good from outside the arc. They defend and in, in steal, and, you know, they just they don't turn the ball over. They are a very good offensive team, and they don't, again, they don't foul. Um, they're, yeah, I mean, they're they're a, a good, solid basketball team, and, and I expect a, a very fun game. I, I think it's going to be a, a really entertaining game, and, you know, I, I understand – you know, I, I, I said that I would be surprised at the beginning of Arizona 1 Maui. I, I think Arizona's in a situation where it kind of did what it needed to do on this trip. But if it could beat Creighton as well, um, that's a that's obviously a, a hell of a week for Arizona. But Creighton's going to be a very difficult matchup in a different way than San Diego State. Probably the opposite. Creighton's not bad defensively, but Creighton is probably really similar to Arizona in terms of offensive ability versus defense, uh, it, it's a unique matchup. All right. And which matchup in particular are you looking forward to the most? There's two. Uh, the one that I'm actually looking forward to the most, though, is is Umar Balo going against Ryan Kalkbrenner. I just got a Christmas ad on my computer if you heard that. <laughs> Ryan Kalkbrenner is 7'1", 260, really good scorer. Um, he's off to 15 points uh, this season. Now, he only had 10 against Texas Tech, and he's kind of feasted on bad competition. Um, but last year, he scored 13 points, so you can expect a little bit of a jump. He does not miss shots. He shot 64% his first two years. He's shooting 78% from the field. He doesn't foul. He doesn't turn the ball over. He's a solid rebounder. He's a solid free throw shooter. Um, he is a, a handful for Umar. That is a, a major, major matchup. Uh, that is going to be very exciting and similar to kind of San Diego state with Balo versus no Mensa. If one of those teams gets a, a big advantage in that matchup, uh, that could very well be the, the key to the game. Shelby. Okay. And is there a clear advantage of any position? There really, there really isn't. Uh, you know, I, I think it's a, it's pretty evenly matched on paper. Um, now, Arthur Kaluma defensively against Azulis is probably a mismatch because he's only 6'7", and we've seen what Azulis does against smaller guys. So to me, that's probably the the lineup or the matchup that Arizona wants to take advantage of the most. Um, but, you know, you could go the same way where maybe Zoo has trouble guarding Arthur Kaluma as well. It's kind of a weird matchup. But that would probably be one I don't think uh, Creighton has a very clear advantage at, at any position. Baylor Shireman is really good. He's probably, I mean, he's better than Pella. Uh, I'll probably give that their advantage. Um, and, and he's really good. But other than that, I, I think it's a relatively even game uh, across the board. Um, well, what does Arizona need to do to win this game? I, defense. I, I think Arizona's offense has proven that it's it's going to be able to execute. And, and I don't think Creighton is the team that's going to stop Arizona's offense from executing. Now, that may not mean that Arizona shoots 60%, but you got to assume that it's not going to go cold in this game because it should be able to get shots that it wants. I mean, look, it scored 
90 points against Arkansas, um, but it still let up uh, 87, you know, and so that, that could be similar to the type of game that we're going to see um, with Arizona and Creighton. But if Arizona defends and, and, and they need to defensive rebound the ball, um, Creighton, you know, is a, is a good defensive rebounding team as well. So if Arizona could win the glass, um, and, and it's interesting because Creighton, they're not a small team, but they're 60th in height. Um, they're also not a, a super old team. They've got some newer players. So it, it, it's a situation also where you wonder if it gets tough, how Creighton will respond. But to me, it'll come down to rebounding and defense. And I know you could say that every game, but I mean, it, Arizona is, is probably going to be able to score in this game. But if they control Creighton, and make it tough for them inside and at the rim. I, I think Creighton's going to have a, a tough time winning this game. All right. Well, knowing all of that, what is your prediction? I think Arizona is going to win. I, I think that teams that aren't great defensively or physical, they don't have the guards that pressure Arizona like San Diego State. I just think at the end of the day, I will take Arizona's offense over any offense in the country, including Creighton's. And and I trust Arizona's offense to uh, to execute more than I do Creighton. Now, Creighton's good, don't get me wrong, but you know, their offense was was not nearly as good last year and they had very similar players, right? And so they had most of the guys except um Shireman. And so you wonder, you know, they're they were actually better on defense than offense last year, but it's kind of reversed this year. So you wonder if they'll return to the the average, but I mean, this is the same Creighton team that you know, they, they had trouble in, in some games making stops. I mean, they, they and if, if they go cold, if Creighton goes cold, they don't have a chance where I think if Arizona goes cold, it could still win games. So uh, I'm picking Arizona uh, probably 86 to 78. Thank a little, you. A little close. 86 to 70. I mean, I don't think Arizona's going to – if Arizona kills them, they're a top five team in the country. They might be already, but we need to cut this 13th shit out and just – Name him top five right now. Okay. Bing, Jason Shear has spoken, and he's calmed down from his Cajun rage. Why don't you just shut the... I'm just kidding, babe. I love you. Hmm. Anyway, um, we're going to have another podcast tomorrow after the game. You know what's funny? What? We're doing a Thanksgiving morning podcast. We're doing a Thanksgiving morning. Maybe we'll have the parade on while you yeah because we gotta do the asu preview before people come over mm-hmm. so we're doing a thanksgiving morning podcast from bed probably okay that was provocative no that's not what i meant that came out wrong <laughs> um okay well came that's, out wrong when and right you know what i'm saying well we're going <laughs> hey we're exiting the bah, building bah, bah. now i went to bed at 3 a.m last night i didn't and i was like you know what i'm gonna stay up for argentina saudi arabia and I didn't, and then Saudi Arabia won. My yeah. bad. My bad. And I, I mean, it's interesting because as much as you have disagreed with the World Cup being hosted in Qatar, and you've had a lot of thoughts around it, like everyone, you just love soccer so much, you're still watching it. Uh, yeah. I We're guess. supposed to, like, you know, not be, but. Qatar you know, sucks. But I already know. told the family that our, we are going to the World Cup in the United States. I'm willing to sell Brielle. Okay. Well, we got a few years before that happens. Hopefully she's sleeping. So, with that being said, we're going to be able to go a little earlier tomorrow. It's only 11.20 right now. That's lame. But Wildcat Authority, 75% off. If you don't want to do it for yourself. If you don't want to do it for your kids. 
Do it for Arizona. <laughs> you got to back the A, baby. If you're a true Arizona fan and you're not subscribed to Wildcat Authority, are you really a true Arizona fan? Also, follow us on Twitter while Twitter lasts, at Jason Shear and at Ms. Shelby K. And Wildcat Authority, at Wildcat Authority, is on Instagram now. Look at us. I know. Is there anything we can't do? Remember when you hated Instagram? I do hate Instagram, but I'm on it, baby. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone. Shelby, important question that America wants to know. Yep. Favorite Thanksgiving side dish? I was just, when you asked what we were going to do for the post, I literally, in my head, was, I'm going to ask him what his favorite Thanksgiving side dish is, but we did not communicate that. It's clearly stuffing. Until we just got on here. And yes, the answer is stuffing. God, we're so we are like other. telepathic to each we other. We finish each other's Sandwiches. sandwiches.